0: This week on the Tech on Tap podcast, we chat with Mr. Snap Center, John Spinks, about the latest release, Snap Center 3.0. Welcome to the Tech on Tap podcast with Justin Parisi, Glenn, Glenn Sizemore, and Sully the Monster.
1: Hello, NetApp. Oh, Oh, yeah.
0: Hello and welcome to the Tech on Tap podcast. My name is Justin Parisi. On the phone with me today,
1: Mr. Glenn Sizemore. Hi. How you doing, Justin?
0: Oh, swell. And Andrew Sullivan's here today, too.
2: Hey, we're all together, just not together.
0: That's right. I am the only one who is responsible enough to waste my time to drive into the office.
1: Hey, it's not our fault that you keep pulling that short straw, man. You, I, you don't I have do. to bring it up on the internet,
0: though. I, oh, I like, to, I like to publicly shame myself. It's self flagellation at its finest. So, we got John Spinks in the studio here today. He's going to tell us all about the latest and greatest that is Snap Center. So, John, um, tell us what you do here at NetApp and if we can get in touch with you on social media. All right. My name is John Spinks, technical
3: marketing engineer for Snap Center. Been here for nine and a half years, and you can reach me
0: on Twitter at JB Spinks so um SnapCenter 3.0 now 3.0 just dropped yesterday. Do we not have like 2.1, 2.2, we're not doing that. Essentially the plan
3: is to every time we have a major enhancement or a new platform that we're supporting, we uprev the major revision. And since Snap Center is such a new product, in essence most of the releases have been major releases. Uh, we did 1.0, 1.1, 2.0, and
0: now 3.0. Okay, so this is all pretty major increments in the versioning here, uh, as well as the support. So let's dive right into it. Uh, tell us about what's new in SnapCenter 3.0. Well, first of all, SnapCenter itself,
3: It's uh, as we talked to customers, we found that a lot of people still aren't familiar with what SnapCenter is. So just in general... Uh, for those of you that are familiar with our Snap Manager products, in some ways you can think of Snap Center as the next generation of your Snap Manager products. But we've combined a bunch of them together with centralization, role-based access control, APIs, PowerShell, and push out of the plugins from with Snap Center itself to remote hosts. So really trying to improve the scalability, the performance, and the capabilities of your Snap Manager product and rolling them all into one. So
0: what are some of the new platforms that we are adding to Snap Center
3: 3.0? So platforms itself are not in the 4.0 release, but what we're adding is new plugins and new capabilities for VMware, NAS file services, and SAP HANA. So with this new 3.0 release, uh, on the enterprise app side, we'll be supporting Microsoft SQL Server, Oracle on Linux platforms, Windows file systems, so think of that as Windows LUNs that you can back up, restore, and clone centrally, a custom plugins, so DB2, MySQL, and with 3.0 MongoDB, and VMware, not just applications that are on VMware, but the VMs and the data stores itself all through SnapCenter. We're also doing NAS file services, so your uh, NFS or your SIFS shares. We are now enabling you to back up and restore NAS files uh, from ONTAP to ONTAP or all the way out to AltaVault, complete with a file catalog.
0: Okay, so you're actually doing uh, replication as well as snapshots with the the unstructured NAS, right? That's correct. And uh, are we supporting things like Flex Group yet, or is that coming down the pipe? That's coming down the pipeline. Okay, excellent. So I was browsing the Insight catalog, because I have nothing better to do with my day, and I noticed that the Snap Center entry had Exchange listed. Um, So tell us about that. Why is there Exchange there? Is it in 3.0? All right. So 3.0 does not include the
3: Exchange plugin, but as the entry in the Insight catalog says, it is coming soon. So if you attend some of our sessions at Insight, uh, we can give you more details about that. But it's not in the 3.0, but the Exchange has been a long-requested plugin for Snap Center, and it is... uh, on the roadmap, and it is something that uh, I've actually seen working. So come visit us at Insight, and we can definitely tell you more then.
0: Okay. And you mentioned the Altavault piece. Uh, is that going to support things like uh, you know VMware and SQL backups and replicating to to Altavault, or is that not supported yet?
3: So the NAS file service is is specifically for NAS, and I think what you're asking is, are you able to go on out to the Altavault with other workloads like the SQL, yeah, like, like, like the VMware? VMware. Yep. Uh, and that is a capability that's in the future. Today, with 3.0, what we're looking at is just the NFS or the SIFs from ONTAP out to AltaVault, complete with the file catalog. And in that file catalog, we're testing upwards of 5 billion, I think working towards 10 billion files within our catalog environment. Um, so NAS data, SIFs data, all
0: from ONTAP to ONTAP, ONTAP to AltaVault, or ONTAP to ONTAP to AltaVault. Okay. And what about the host that you need to, to do this backing up? Is it Windows only, or are we supporting other platforms like Mac or Linux or anything?
3: So SnapCenter itself, the server runs on a Windows platform. So SnapCenter server, Windows. If you're using the file catalog, you would need some Linux host to be able to use that catalog. And then for the plugins themselves, that depends on the particular type of application or database that you're backing up. So SQL Server, we have that for Windows, but not yet for Linux. Oracle, we have that for Linux, but not yet for Windows. And custom plugins, that depends on the plugin themselves. It's not as tightly tied to a particular host, uh, but definitely check the interoperability matrix for each individual plugin.
0: I just want everyone to know that I'm not smart enough to come up with those questions myself. They were from an email. From a listener, um, they, they sent an email to podcast at com, and I just reformulated them and made it seem like I was asking them to be very smart. Nice. I like to give visibility. But really, what <laughs> we're
3: enabling you to do with Snap Center across pretty much all of our plugins is to backup, clone, restore, and for NAS, catalog your data. So that's going to enable you to do more faster. Improve your productivity by enabling role-based access controls. You can have multiple users all accessing the same Snap Center environment and ultimately deliver value faster because
0: this is one platform that you have to learn. So this catalog, can you dive into a little bit how that works? Like where are we storing that information and you know what's the performance on it, that sort of thing? So SnapCenter itself has the file catalog capability. It's a Linux host or
3: hosts. Uh, in the background, it uses Apache, Solar, and ZooKeeper. So those are open source products that a lot of other cataloging programs utilize. Uh, It's pretty scalable, fairly powerful, fairly quick. Uh, In the Insight demo last year, we showed 1.23 billion files within that index. Uh, That was all real data with results in under a second for searching for particular file names. Now, that's just the file names and the file attributes, not the contents of the file. So if you've got, say, a Word document, or a PowerPoint document, we can search down by the title, the file type, the age, uh, but not information that's within that file itself. So this was the Insight demo on stage. Was
0: this Joe Caradonna, right?
3: Yes. That was one they showed of ONTAP to AltaVault uh, on stage at Insight last year. Uh, That was particular to the Data Fabric demo, where we took that and sent that from ONTAP to AltaVault on out to a storage grid.
0: So again, we're showing things on stage at inside a year in advance, and they are coming to fruition. Yeah. Uh, so, And that capability was actually available with SnapCenter 2.0,
3: but it was a more limited capacity in terms of uh, while everything they showed on stage was real and available in that release, there were some limitations around what was actually available in NAS file services. So one of the big things we're doing in SnapCenter 3.0 is we're removing those limitations, So in 3.0, we can now support ONTAP to ONTAP, meaning that last endpoint does not have to be alt to vault. In 2.0, it had to be. In 3.0, it can just be your basic ONTAP to ONTAP data. We're also enabling file as well as directory restore uh, to the original location or to an alternate location. So you can take that single file, restore it somewhere else. Uh, And then we're also enabling you to either remove the protection or modify the protection policies. The NAS data is is a little interesting. It's a, it's a component of SnapCenter that uses our advanced license and that has two primary components, that file catalog and also SLO-based data protection. And what we mean by that is in the background, there's an embedded NetApp Service Level Manager host and SnapCenter actually will create your relationship and create your protection policies for you. So for the first time, you don't have to go to the ONTAP CLI and create volumes, create protection relationships. SnapCenter handles all of that for you based upon the SnapCenter policy.
2: So, John, if I'm interpreting you correctly, we no longer have to manually configure Snap Vault relationships. Instead, we simply specify through the service level management interface for SnapCenter that I want this to be protected and what type of storage I want it to land on, and it takes it from there?
3: Mostly correct, but what we're actually doing is within SnapCenter, we create a policy. And based on that Snap Center policy, in the background, we leverage the NSLM, the NetApp Service Level Manager, to create that volume to create that policies. So you, as a user, don't actually interface directly with NSLM. It's a background component. It's installed along with Snap Center. It's not really even referenced in most of our documentation because it's such an embedded component. Uh, you can't use it out of this outside of the Snap Center context.
2: So are we able to point Snap Center at an existing NSLM instance, though?
3: Not at this time because it is an embedded Snap Center component. Uh, so it's you can't point it at another NSLM, nor can you use the embedded NSLM at this time.
2: Gotcha. So jumping back just a little bit to you, know, you were talking about for file-based storage, the ability to, you know, use the the I think you called it a file index uh, in order to you know find and restore uh, files that have been maybe. Uh, overwritten or deleted, et cetera, right, based on SnapCenter. So does that does that compete with our backup partners, or is that an augmentation too?
3: We look at it as more of an a separate product, so it's not a direct competitor to our partner products. There's definitely places where the partner product may be a better choice than SnapCenter. So, for example, if you're using heterogeneous storage, something like IntelliSnap may be a much better choice for you because NetApp SnapCenter – we're just dealing with NetApp storage, uh, specifically cluster data ONTAP storage. So if you're in one of those environments, you've got a bunch of different storage vendors, you need that file catalog capability, or you need to be able to send data on out to tape, something like like IntelliSnap may be a better choice for you. But if you're primarily a NetApp shop, uh, all of your data is NetApp, all of it's already on cluster data ONTAP, you're looking for a solution to maybe get rid of tape in your environment, you can utilize NetApp Altivault. We can store with AltaVault, uh, I believe the number is somewhere around 3,653 snapshots in an AltaVault environment. So that's enough to get you 10 years of daily backups. And for many customers, that replaces the need for a tape backup mechanism. And we're seeing the customers take uh, the NAS file services capability of SnapCenter along with Altivault and send that data out onto the cloud.
2: So can can you expand on what that looks like just a little bit? Because I'm afraid that that somebody's going to hear that you just said that we can have 10 years of daily snapshots, and then I go, oh, that means that I can take you know on tap, and now instead of 255 snapshots, I can keep 3,000 and change, and you know it's just a snap mirror relationship that's handled a little bit differently. Um, but that that's not the case, is it?
3: In a sense. It is a snap mirror relationship, but that snap mirror is on the Altivault side. We take that data and transfer it from OnTap out to Altivault. As part of that process, we actually reinflate the data. So when we transfer that out to Altivault, we inflate the data, so you get you get rid of any savings that you have with the deduplication or the compression. But then that's re-added on the Altivault side, which Altivault works at the storage system level. So In the long run, you may actually maximize your storage savings by using AltaVault compared to the NetApp storage system, which is on the volume level. But yes, you can take your data, transfer it from a primary system to a secondary NetApp system to a tertiary AltaVault, which can then send that data out to storage grid or an S3 bucket or any sort of cloud platform. And to be very clear, today that is only for NAS file services data, so NFS or SIFS that doesn't currently work with say your Oracle database or your VmdK data.
2: So one last question about that John. Um, so what's what's the scalability on the Snap Center side look like? If I've got tens of millions of files in my NAS directories that I'm storing 10 years worth of snapshots, do I have any concerns about Snap Center tracking those files and the different versions and all of that?
3: So Snap Center itself is a, is HA capable as well as the catalogs can have multiple shards. So we scale out very well and can certainly handle millions and billions of files. Uh, Within the SnapCenter installation directory, there's actually a table that lists the number of files that you're protecting and recommends a number of catalog
0: servers based upon that number as well as how much RAM and CPU that they would need.
2: Awesome. Thank you.
0: So, John, this whole data protection piece of SnapCenter reminds me a lot of Protection Manager. So I know that DFM used to exist, Data Fabric Manager, uh, that could manage our Snap Mirror and Snap Vault relationships and all of the backups. Uh, when we got On Command Unify Manager Data Protection or uh, Protection Manager, kind of went away, and people were clamoring for us. So is this the replacement? We get asked that question a lot. And when we originally
3: envisioned Snap Center, the goal was to upgrade or update our Snap Manager products. But as we started looking at the overall vision of Snap Center and the plans for the data fabric, it became clear that we could do more than just what the Snap Managers can do. And that's where this NAS File Services capability came from. So while it's not a direct replacement for Protection Manager or DFM or similar products, it does have some of those capabilities. And as we continue to grow Snap Center, I think we'll see more of those Protection Manager-like capabilities come in. Uh, Compared to protection managers, things we don't have is support for cascaded volumes, so we have very specific relationships or topologies that we support today, and we also do not yet support importing existing relationships so if you already have a whole bunch of mirror and vault relationships in your environment we can't yet recognize those snap center today expects more of a greenfield type environment where you're just deploying snap center and we're creating these relationships for you and handling some of that automation in the
0: background okay cool so it is kind of sort of protection manager uh reanimated yeah and we may we may include more
3: and more of the capabilities that protection manager or dfm used to have but it's definitely not intended to be a replacement it just may be happenstance that we see the need for those capabilities and we go ahead and pull those things into snap center because again that vision is application consistent end-to-end data protection and that includes not only your enterprise applications but your nas file shares
0: so, since we're kind of bringing back things like protection manager, are we going to be doing more in terms of making it more of a centralized management pane, or are we just, you know, generally dealing with disaster recovery and backups? I mean, can you give us some of the insight of what we envision Snap Center being?
3: Yeah. So Snap Center itself is a centralized management console. So when you utilize Snap Center, you go to install these plugins out to your remote hosts, and that could be a plugin that, uh, you know does application consistency for your SQL server. From SnapCenter, that gets pushed out to SQL using WMI, and we install the plugin. We do SQL queries against the SQL database, and we read all of the instances or databases that are present on that SQL host, if it's part of an availability group, all of the information that we need to back up the application or database, in this example, SQL. So from that central console, we could have 10, 100 of these SQL servers. We can back up the databases individually, group them together into what we call resource groups, protect instances or availability groups at the instance or AG level, and then we can also do cloning. So we can clone either databases or groups of databases. Do individual restores all from the center, con- all from the central console. Same console uses Oracle, uses Windows file system, any kind of custom plugins, NAS file services, all from the same UI.
0: And are we going to be tying into Unified Manager at all at any point? Or is that something that isn't going to make any sense? The Unified Manager isn't a
3: requirement. Uh, there's no integration today. Uh, it may be that that's something we do in the future, maybe to utilize the reporting capabilities. But uh, that's not something that's in the product today or, or even really on the roadmap. If you've got those kind of, that kind of need or a particular use case, feel free to reach out to us and share it. And I'd uh, love to hear what some of the use cases are for that sort of integration.
0: I can envision the use case being, give me my data fabric manager back. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, you know, ironically, the data fabric manager was around before we even knew about what the data fabric was. So um, it'd be kind of funny to bring that name back, but I
2: digress.
1: (laughs) All right, John. So we've been through a lot of this integration. You've walked us through the changes, uh, the the new capabilities with the NAS services and Windows file services, but we haven't touched on the VMware stuff. So obviously in, I think it was 1.1, uh, we had the ability for Snap Center to be the back-end engine for VSC. So when we take when we say we're we're adding in VMware support, I assume that that this is maybe even in lieu of VSC. Like what exactly does this mean?
3: Yeah. So since Snapcenter 1.0 actually, we have integrated with VSC for the purpose of taking databases or applications that run on VMware and simplifying the backup and recovery. So by integrating with VSC, we had a direct connection to vSphere, and we were able to seamlessly back that up, whether it was on RDM Luns or VMDKs. The behavior was the exact same if it was an iSCSI or fiber channel connection. And we've been doing that since the initial release. Now, in SnapCenter 3.0, what we're doing is we have enhanced the SnapCenter plugin for VMware. That plugin was released in 2.0, and all it did in that release is basically... Simplify for virtual applications. It was a plugin that could be installed in lieu of VSC, specifically for the point of backing up only virtualized applications without any kind of VMware, VM backup, data store backup level. In 3.0, we've enhanced this. And what's really happening is VSC is also changing. It's going to a unified appliance model for VSC. And along with that, the backup and recovery capability is leaving VSC and coming completely into SnapCenter. So that means that now, as of SnapCenter 3.0, SnapCenter will back up your virtual machines and your data stores. It's full feature parity with VSC backup and recovery. The GUI for performing all these actions is still within vSphere. So if you're a virtualization administrator, your experience is essentially the exact same, but that background engine is SnapCenter. So we utilize the SnapCenter database we have all the scalability and performance enhancements that have been built into Snap Center.
1: Awesome. Okay, so, so literally, we've just taken all that features and functionality, which was a little convoluted as, as we were working our way through the rewrite, and now it's all just native Snap Center. It's all Snap Center. It's awesome. D- did we lose any functionality in that process, or is it every, everything that the customers know and love uh, from a backup and recovery perspective, it's all still there?
3: To my knowledge, it's full feature parity, and I'm not a VSC expert, but as far as I know, the the goal was to have full feature parity within SnapCenter of what the VSC can do, and that's with any limitations that VSC has as well. But the advantage going forward is we can continue to enhance on this plugin and add in new uh, capabilities into SnapCenter and into the VMware backup. As I mentioned, that is within the vSphere context, so It looks almost just like VSC. You go into the vSphere GUI. There's an icon there for NetApp SnapCenter. You can perform your backup. It's policy-based management using SnapCenter. So you create a policy. You perform your backup. You can mount or attach your uh, data stores as you see fit. um, And you can, of course, do the restore from either primary or secondary. Through the SnapCenter GUI as well, you have like a view-only access. So through SnapCenter, you can see a dashboard that contains VMware backups. You can also utilize the SnapCenter job monitor to see all the VMware jobs that have been run. But that is a view-only aspect. You cannot create backup jobs or perform restore-type operations from the SnapCenter GUI. You need to use vSphere for that.
0: That'd be good for like your level one admins that need to watch the jobs, or maybe like your you know CEO or CIO or whoever wants to see the jobs running and be you know get get the warm fuzzies that it's going right. Exactly, because it's a centralized experience still in
3: that you can go see all of the activities that Snap Center has performed. We went back and forth with the decision on where to have the interface for VM backup primarily, but after talking to a whole lot of customers, the Feedback was that the VMware administrators really expect that to be within vSphere, so that was our uh, initial goal: was to basically recreate that experience within the new uh,
1: web GUI of vSphere. Cool. I think that makes fun. That 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 makes good sense.
3: Yeah. So other cool things that we've done is we pulled in a plugin for SAP HANA. Uh, so SAP HANA is becoming a big deal for us in our enterprise space. We used to have a plugin within, or we still do have a plugin within the Snap Creator framework. But in our goal of making Snap Center the centralized data protection, we pulled that plug-in into Snap Center and enhanced it. So now you can do all of your SAP HANA backup and recovery within Snap Center. Uh, there's already a blog out there, even though uh, Snap Center was just released. There's a blog that's been out for a couple of weeks on SAP HANA restore and recovery. We've also gone ahead and within Snap Center itself, there are some server enhancements. So we added the for the backend repository of Snap Center itself. We created a MySQL HA capability. So, all of that Snap Center repository is within MySQL. It's all HA capable, as is the Snap Center server itself. We also did some installer upgrades. So, basically, to improve the installation experience, do some pre checks, allow you some customization as far as ports and where the software is installed. And then we included an enhanced Get Started screen within Snap Center that stays persistently on the right hand side of the GUI. So as you go to use Snap Center, it will help guide you along the process of getting into and getting used to using Snap Center for a new for a new person that's uh, just using it for the first time.
1: Man, that's awesome! I, I actually thought we already had Hana and all of that. I thought I thought we had all that functionality already. I didn't even yeah, know it's that a, just existed it's all in, been a in Snap Creator. But now we pulled it into Snap Center. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Uh, one thing we haven't touched on, which uh, given what this release is, I'm almost positive we need to have a conversation around. I heard you say the words advanced license during an earlier answer. Can can we go back into what that means and what the licensing for this is? You got it.
3: Yeah, so the
1: licensing model
3: changed in Snap Center 2.0. And basically what this license model is, is there's a standard as well as an advanced license. So for those of you that have been using Snap Managers for a while... Think of all the capabilities that you have with Snap Manager. So you've got application consistent backup, you've got recovery, you've got cloning of your databases, transferring to a Snap Mirror, Snap Vault secondary. All of those capabilities are part of the Snap Center Standard license. That's something that you guys have been used to, you've been using for a long time. It's part of the core experience of Snap Center, just like it was with the Snap Managers. So that's all part of the Snap Center Standard license that license is included with the premium bundle and if you already have your snap manager products you're using a controller based licenses you know the snap manager suite license you get the snap center standard entitlement if you're using ontap cloud or ontap select so some of our cloud platforms that snap center standard license is a capacity based license and that would need to be added into snap center So it's a per-terabyte-based license, uh, and that is available for you uh, within our quote tool. So that's the standard license. I'll pause there for a moment. Any questions about the standard license or the capabilities that we're enabling with that license?
0: Yeah, what is the difference between the standard and the advanced, like the capability-wise, right? So
3: the advanced license was essentially implemented for the NAS file services, and that's to support these capabilities of the file catalog and SLO-based data protection those two features we refer to as an advanced capability. It's something that like the SNAP managers don't have today. That automation of creating those secondary relationships, of provisioning the volumes for you, of creating the protection policies, that's all part of the advanced license, as is the file catalog. So right now, only the NAS File Services uses that advanced license. It is a capacity-based license. And it's added into the Snap Center server. So that is a perpetual per terabyte license. Once you say license yourself for ten terabytes, your license for that always. You don't have to renew that every uh, you know year or every time you change your storage system. You don't have to go and consume a new license.
1: Hey John, with uh, that capacity based license, is how is that actually measured? Uh, is that space consumed or allocated? Do we take storage efficiency into effect? That is
3: measured on the actual capacity that is consumed, and and your storage savings is absolutely respected in that calculation. So if you're getting savings from dedupe or cloning technologies, that we don't count that against you. So if you have a 10 terabyte volume, you're consuming three terabytes of space after your deduplication. You've got 10 clones. We're only charging you for that three terabytes. Uh, we, you don't have to go and license for all 10.
1: Awesome. So standard is pretty much our traditional SNAP manager suite that, that uh, we've been familiar with for many years at this point. Uh, and the advanced license gives us capacity-based backup and restore capabilities for NAS workloads. And the file catalog. Awesome. What about the uh, the AltaVault capabilities? Uh, the, the, I assume that all requires that advanced license because you need the catalog. Correct. Because
3: the key things we're looking at is the feature, not necessarily the platform. So the fact that gotcha. it goes on out to AltaVault isn't necessarily something you need to license. The license is because you get access to that file catalog and to that SLO-based data protection. So it's just a feature that you can go ahead out to AltaVault. That's actually built into ONTAP. That's not something that's just offered by Snap Center. So you can, if you wanted to, you could go ONTAP to AltaVault without SnapCenter. But by using SnapCenter, you get a few additional things. You get that file catalog, you get the SLO-based data protection, and you also get the capacity to save more snapshot copies. Uh, So if you're going through the CLI from ONTAP to AltaVault, because ONTAP only understands 255 snapshot copies, that's as many as you can send on out to AltaVault, because it doesn't understand that higher capacity that AltaVault is capable of. But Snap Center does understand that higher threshold of, I believe it's 3,653. I could be off. It's an odd number,
0: literally. I want exact numbers, John. I'm not an AltaVault guru, so
1: I don't okay. have exact I,
0: numbers for you. My apologies. That's okay.
1: But, I heard 10 years of dailies, so uh, I think you can just turn it on, and at some point before this becomes a problem, we'll have an answer for you. There you go. There you go.
3: Yeah, I think the only thing I haven't mentioned so far is our custom plugin capabilities. So we've had that in SnapCenter 2.0 for DB2 and MySQL, but with SnapCenter 3.0, we're also adding in a community-based plugin for MongoDB. So for customers that are using MongoDB, we're going to have a plugin that's available for you out there on the tool chest. And if you want to see a sample of what using one of these custom plugins might look like, uh, Bakosh recently put out a blog on using JFrog with SnapCenter using our custom MySQL plugin. So that might be a blog you could check out in interest of learning what that would look like using one of our custom plugins with SnapCenter. In essence, you download the plugin from our tool chest, you upload it into SnapCenter, and then you push it out to as many hosts as you want to use. And our
0: MongoDB plugin is going to work the exact same way. Is that going to be on the, is that on the newsroom or NetApp newsroom, like the NetApp blogs? I believe so.
3: Uh, I can get you a link if you can put it in yep. if you want to put it in the notes. Yep. Give us the so, link, we'll put it in the notes. Uh, I can give you a link both to the Jfrog as well as to the SAP Hana uh, blogs that have been put up. Okay. And I think that's is that it. I think that's the bulk of it. That's a lot. That is a lot. That's a lot. There's a lot
0: going on in the Snap Center world. So well, every, every time I thought we were done, it was like, "Oh no, there's more."
3: There's more. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, the Snap Center 3.0 is is definitely a big release in terms of our features or capabilities. So we're really looking forward to customers getting their hands on it. There's been a whole lot of interest in the 3.0 release. So
0: certainly looking forward to
3: seeing what this looks like once we get it in front of customers.
0: And if you're interested in uh, the earlier Snap Center releases, we did podcasts on those. So Episode 32 was Snap Center 1.1 and Episode 70 was SnapCenter 2.0. So if you're interested in hearing more about those releases, feel free. Otherwise, this is the Snap Center 3.0 release, and it'll be out on Thursday, July 27th. 27th. So by the time you hear this podcast, you'll be able to get it. All right, John, uh, thanks for joining us today to talk to us about Snap Center 3.0. Uh, looking forward to Snap Center 12. That's going to be the next release, right? Coming to
3: a store near you. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, no, uh, thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate the opportunity to come and talk Snap Center, and uh, definitely feel free to. Download it. should be available to you today, and reach out if you've got any questions. Are you able to do free trials of that, or is it just kind of like you have to have a license to do it? There are licenses available, but the sales teams are going to have to acquire said license for you. Oh, okay. So talk to your sales rep if you want to try it out That's before it. you buy it out. But if you have these the premium bundle, you're good to go. Go ahead and start using anything except for the NAS file services is included along with that
0: premium bundle. Excellent. Thanks a lot, John. All right, that music tells me it's time to go. If you'd like to get in touch with us, send us an email to podcast at netup.com or send us a tweet at NetUp. As always, if you'd like to subscribe, find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher or via techontappodcast.com. If you like the show today, leave us a review. On behalf of the entire Tech on Tech podcast team, I'd like to thank John Spinks for joining us this week. As always, thanks for listening. I like that Snap Center thing you're doing. Pretty snappy. Oh,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got nothing, in You got
0: not, You just, you just completely derailed me. <laughs>
1: there, there, there aren't enough fabrics or flexes in that name for me.
0: Yeah, it's true. We
1: want to you call it up the, your fabric it flex snap game. I like fabric oh, flex snap. Yeah.
3: We can take that one.